When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ole Miss fans, fasten your seatbelts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. This way, fellas. Now. Let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Howdy, Toddy Rebel Nation. Welcome to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Chuck. He's Yancey. And, man, we got a lot to do today, tonight. Yeah. Uh, baseball's opening up this weekend. Mm. Basketball's got a huge game tomorrow night against Mississippi State. Big game. Um, you know, it's just uh, – and we're going to have both those coaches on tonight. Uh, Yancey, they wrapped up recruiting Wednesday. Uh, probably didn't get as many or the that uh, Lane Kiffin thought, but in his press conference, he didn't seem too upset about it. He he's going to save his scholarships and get in the transfer portal. It sounds like he was blunt. He said, "Hey, relationships went out in the end. Uh, we've heard that chop through the Cutcliffe, through the Tuberville, through the Orgeron." Freeze, Luke Ayers, it's all about relationships. And when you have staffs that are recruiting you for three or four years versus a few weeks, it's it's tough. It is, it is. Uh, Parrish, though, I like him. I like the running back. Yeah, you're going to love Bullock from Columbia, Mississippi. Yeah, but he signed, he signed back in no December. He did, but he's part of that signing class. Right. Uh, you know, I'm looking at Tell it me about totality. Parrish is a guy, Chuck, that is a, a big bat, but he likes to make you miss. The guy can stick his foot in the ground. He gets going quickly. If I had a if I had to say who is somebody and body that you could relate him to, it would be you remember Cadillac Williams yeah. for Auburn? Mm-hmm. He's kind of like that. He, he's a thick guy that can get going quickly. Once he gets going full speed, he's not the fastest guy. Neither was Barry Sanders. But yeah. Barry could have that spurt. Uh, he's he's somebody that's different. He's going to round out that, that running back room. Boy, that thing is deep and good. It is. Me like. No doubt about it. What's on tap tonight? It's brought to you by the Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football and a lot of other events, pay-per-view, MMA, pay-per-view, Boxing, big games all the time on the big, huge screen. Oxford's most popular watering hole on the square, 120 South. Of, well, never mind. You know where the library is. Everybody does. Kermit Davis Jr. will be on at 615. Talk about 
winning two in a row last week and now got Mississippi State coming up tomorrow night. And Mike Bianco, who opens up this weekend, the 2021, I mean 20, baseball season uh, with number one Louisville, number one in one poll. Louisville coming in here for a three-game set. I hope they get the weather they need. He'll be on at 630. Um, and I, I can't wait. It's going to be a great weekend. Pitching is going to tell the tale. It's cold. It's going to be a cold Friday, especially, mm-hmm. you know, in the low 40s, game time, 30s, when it really gets in the heat of the game. So it's going to be a big pitching matchup. Uh, each critical hit, you know, with men in scoring position is going to tell the tale. You know, but Yancey, uh, in the in the camp this last three or four weeks, uh, this young team has shown a lot of power. Every time I read a little recap oh, of one yeah. of the scrimmages, there'd be a couple home runs almost every game. And, uh, you know, coming from places you don't expect it to. I hadn't even seen where Tyler Keenan has hit one yet. And, and you know he's going to hit his share. Yeah. Um, he's been in a little slump this spring. I hadn't seen where Graham has hit any yet. And you know he's going to hit some. Sure. But uh, Dunhurst and Servideo and – uh, Baker and Sammons and Lafleur, they the new guys except for the, the video, knocking it out of the park, and I like it. Yeah, there's power up and down that lineup. Yep, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland. Test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT Geo 5.6 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT Geo 5.6 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. While Mississippi universities compete at football, when it comes to cutting-edge research, they need to work together. That's why Seaspire linked our state's leading research universities together with a 100 gigabit per second fiber infrastructure, working in support of the Mississippi Optical Network. Through the Seaspire tech movement, we're empowering schools and universities with the technology to help them lead research and development for a better future. Learn more at seaspire.com/mission. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. 
Visit FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Wow. The late, great Tom Petty. He saw him right before he passed away. Didn't yeah, he? sure did. Sure did. Cried when he got when he passed away, too. He still had a lot more music to make. All right, Yancey, uh, I hope you've taken care of Valentine's Day for Miss Kate. Uh, if you hadn't, I got a great Valentine's gift for you. Cheney's Pharmacy has Denstel's chocolate-covered strawberries. I get them every year from girls <laughs> in my life. Decadent delights, trust me. They it's love Cheney's chocolate. Chocolate-covered strawberries, too. These things are, I, I mean, decadent is the right word for those. Um, Brian Tyree, player of the week in the SEC, scored 61 points on, on in the two wins. Almost had 38 against South Carolina. He was red hot. And then uh, 23 against Florida in a good win, 68-51 to 51 win. Um, a lot of people thought this team was dead, Yancey, but uh, obviously they're not. They, they played with enthusiasm and with a purpose in the last two games in the pavilion. And I think it all really started before the two losses when he really started confining his rotation from 9, 10 to 6, 7, sometimes 8. When he shortened that leash on that rotation, Ole Miss started playing a lot better. And then obviously last week, Tyree and Schuler for the first time all year played well together, together both games. Yeah, together. And that's, you know, a huge difference. All right, let's go to the control room now for Mr. Jack Schultz and Ole Miss Sports News. Take it away, Rhino. <laughs> It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. What's going on, Rebel Nation? Hayden King here, filling in for Jack Schultz this week. Let's take a look at your Ole Miss news. League play has been rough, to say the least, for the Rebs on the hardwood this season. But Ole Miss has won back-to-back games, beating both South Carolina last Wednesday, giving Coach Davis his 500th career win, and Brian Tyree had his career-best game with 38 points. The Rebs were back at it on Saturday, taking down Florida 68-51. It was the fewest points allowed by the Rebs in the SEC since 2015. They welcome Mississippi State tomorrow night at 6 at the Pavilion. Women's Hoops continues to struggle as they are winless in league play after a tough road loss to Vanderbilt yesterday. They'll be back on the road against Florida this weekend. In football, the Rebels added three more commits on National Signing Day, bringing the class total to 18. Running back Henry Parrish joins the Ole Miss Rebels, along with a pair of offensive linemen, Cedric Melton and Luke Schaus. As Kiffin noted during his signing day press conference, the Rebel staff is not yet finished adding to the 2020 class. Four former Ole Miss Rebels have been invited to the NFL Combine. 
Josiah Coney, Benito Jones, Scotty Phillips, and Kadir Shepard. All four of them hoping to walk across the stage in Las Vegas for the NFL Draft later on. Baseball will get its start to the 2020 season against preseason favorite Louisville this Friday at 4. And finally, softball opened their season in Florida for the NFCA tournament, but unfortunately have not scored a win yet. They head south of the border for another tournament this Thursday. That's what I got for Ole Miss News. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right. Thank you, Hayden. Sitting there for Jack Schultz. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, so 500 wins for Kermit in his coaching career. I, I want to give that a little perspective, and I tweeted this out a couple of days ago. 20 wins a year for 25 years is what that equates to. That's that's a lot of coaching, dude. Well, <laughs> is this not year twenty for him, or is it twenty five? You said no. I don't know. I, I'm saying I this is that's what this equates to. Sure, he's twentieth year, I believe, as a head coach. Maybe I'm off, but eleven time conference coach of the year. Yeah. So I think more than maybe he's at twenty one, twenty two. I thought it was twenty, but he's around fifty percent or better. Every year he coaches being named the conference player, the, uh, the coach of the year. That's amazing. But, you know, just if you look at 500 wins, you don't think about it in the terms of longevity, and it's just it's, it's staggering. To I mean, have longevity in this era of, you know, yeah, me now, social yeah, yeah. media era is uh, difficult in itself. No question. Um, it's Jordan Tiamu yesterday led mm-hmm. the St. Louis XFL team to an upset win over uh, Dallas, who was a 10-point favorite, or 9.5-point favorite, 15-9 to in a low-scoring game. But uh, Tiamu was 20 of 27 for 209 yards and threw for a, a touchdown and ran for 77 yards on nine carries. I didn't watch the XFL, but I heard a little bit of good feedback about it. You, you know, there's bound to be good football players in it because the NFL can't can't keep all the good football players. I mean, can't house all the football players. There's not enough room is what I'm saying for all the good football players. No, it needs a minor league system. We've seen players come out of various minor league, whatever they were called before they went bankrupt. Cart, you know, comes out of, uh, you know, St. Louis Rams and wins a couple championships there. And, you know, there's, there's players that take a little bit of time to develop. So, Hopefully this league can stick around to give the NFL kind of a minor league system. Have you read anywhere about the attendance figures for any of the no, games? I, I have either. not. Did you watch any of it? I did not. I didn't either. I'm going to have to make I'll a... watch the Pebble Beach, I'll be honest. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> Phil blew that one, didn't he? Ugh. God, he played awful. He played great for the first yeah. three and a half days. Oh, and outstanding. About nine, he just, mm. I don't know. He he just fell apart. It was unfeel like. I mean, I don't know what the wind started whipping him. When you cause a little spin rate one way or the other, and that wind, it can it can do that. Yeah, but he did, he tried some shots that I thought were just kind of dumb. He, there was one flop shot on like nine that he knocked it over the green, off the green when he was trying to. I don't know. Do well, he didn't try to do that. No, but I'm saying. It was just a poor choice of shots. Uh, Anyway, we'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. 
Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland to test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. While Mississippi universities compete at football, when it comes to cutting-edge research, they need to work together. That's why CSpire linked our state's leading research universities together with a 100 gigabit per second fiber infrastructure, working in support of the Mississippi Optical Network. Through the CSpire tech movement, we're empowering schools and universities with the technology to help them lead research and development for a better future. Learn more at cspire.com/mission. Avanakin's Diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanakin's Mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with Avanakin's Diamond because you know she's worth it. Avanakin's Jewelers Store at downtown New Albany or VanAkins.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back. Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We're very pleased to have now... Mr. 500. <laughs> hey, Kermit. How you doing, brother? Congratulations on your 500th win, man. It was That's a that's a fantastic milestone. Well, thank you, Chuck. I appreciate that. It was, uh, it was great to do it in my home state and, you know, brought back memories like we've talked about. A lot of us, a lot of really good players through the years, a lot of really good coaches and, you know, administration is all part of that. So, but it was, it was fun to do it in front of all the family, especially at Ole Miss. Did you, did you ever think when you started, when you got number one, <laughs> you'd get 500 of them? Or just stay around for 500 games. Yeah, I was, when I was at Southwest Junior College, I got my first one, you know, and it was 1984. Like, I can't even remember now where we were. Some little bitty tournament. I remember we stayed in the dorm the night after we played. Had a little box sack lunches. I thought I was the coach of Kentucky. You know, so <laughs> yeah, they're all sweet now. They really are. No, I never thought about 500 for sure. I hear you, brother. Well, the last two games, uh, Kermit, just frankly, um, this is what I anticipated this team would be more like all year. And, and uh, it looks like it's you're piecing some things together finally. Well, I hope so. You know, I just think that, you know, I, I could tell early on in the nine conference that it seemed was going to be a work in progress. I could just, you know, we just, we, 
we won, but we didn't play exceptionally well. Uh, I just thought we just talked about it, you know, that some of our you know younger guys need to be able to impact higher level games. And finally, you know, I, I just think that we've got more guys playing better. You know, you get to see Devontae and Brian play good at the same time. And, and you're right, defensively, the last two the last two times we played has been really good for the most part. Coach, uh, I want to start, obviously, with the defense. Holding Florida to 51 points and, and you know, really having a pretty good game against South Carolina as well. I mean, uh, 70 points is okay in the, in the modern era of basketball. Yeah, you know, and I thought that, you know, the first half I thought we defended well there. Florida start to finish was the best. That's a really good offensive team. You know, they can dribble it and to the rim. They can shoot it. And, you know, and obviously Blackshear's had a good year. Uh, you have to really guard, to, to you know, to be able to, to beat Florida. So I thought that was really good. And, uh, like I said, our, our team, we, we have this thing we call kills, and it's three stops in a row, and we did it nine times. And usually our, our goal is six. If you get to six, you have success. That's the most we've ever had was nine uh, times that we stopped Florida three times in a row, which that's that's a great stat, especially the team as as talented as they wow. are. Wow, yeah, Coach. What what do you think defensively you're doing differently right now than before to give you that much success? Well, knock on wood, we've stayed out of foul trouble. You know, early in those early in these games, God, we're in so much foul trouble with C and KJ all the time, and. And I think, guys, we've just kind of settled on eight guys right now. I'm not saying that eight couldn't change, but we've got eight guys that, that we feel, you know, it's kind of rotation. And uh, But I really think, you know, Hadeem C is in better shape than mm-hmm. he's been in, so he can play for longer periods of time. And, uh, you know, he, he really helps us defensively. No question. And, I, Coach, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think your defensive rebounding – a lot of possessions in the last two games, uh, the opposition only got one shot. I think that's critical. Yeah, you know, those games that we were struggling in, you know, uh, late LSU, even Auburn, second chance points and, and giving up dribble penetration. And so I, I thought the other night, you know, we stayed in front of the ball, got two hand rebounds to, to finish possessions out. And, uh, you know, what we're really doing good too is points off turnovers. And, um, you know, and it's like I said, if we can just kind of hold our own just from a rebounding standpoint and do that, then we're going to give ourselves a chance to, to be in a lot of games. Coach, what, what's made you increase uh, Antavion Collins' uh, minutes? And uh, to me, he, he's giving you something that you didn't have earlier in the year, and that's pretty good defensive play for sure. Yeah. He, you know, the, the biggest thing is just how he's practiced. You know, and obviously he got opportunity, and Sammy got Sammy got hurt. But it's just really, you know, uh, dude's demeanor and practice, body language. Uh, you know, he just he really has just kind of understood his role, you know, and how he stays on the floor. And, and so just all those things, he's just kind of grown up, matured, and and I really just think he just really wants to play. So he's doing anything in his power to try to get on the floor. And uh, and then when he's there. You know, he's just doing a steady job. He's following the scout. He's being physical. And uh, so we're starting to trust him a lot more. Coach, what is Sammy's uh, health status right now? Well, he uh, he's limited in practice today. Uh, you know, he, it's nothing. We got an MRI. 
you know, it's a patella tendonitis, so it's nothing, nothing chipped, nothing like that at all. Uh, he just kind of worked through it, you know, just with a bunch of rehab. He's been kind of fighting it all year long. He hadn't been as athletic as we had hoped. And so it's just one of those things that, you know, I, I don't think he won't be available for, for tomorrow's game. And uh, we'll, we'll just kind of see how he, how he practices for Kentucky on Saturday. Seems like Austin uh, Crowley's coming around a little bit for you too, Coach. I know you'd like to get more from him offensively, but, uh, you know, you're trusting him with some more minutes. Is that out of necessity or out of he's earned it? Yeah, he's earned it. He's earned it. You know, he uh, we all want Austin to be more physical. But I tell you what he is, he's one of the very best passers on our team. He follows the scout great. Uh, he runs offense. You know, he, he's, he's going to shoot it, do all those things before he leaves here and uh you know i just it's just the, the biggest thing is the physicality part of it and the toughest part and some of that's going to be in the spring and in the summer and he probably needs to gain about 10 or 12 pounds and look different this time next year but but we are i, I trust austin and uh, he's going to be a key part for us in february big game tomorrow night at 6 p.m in the pavilion coach for mississippi state always a a, a hard-fought game Give us a little scouting report on on the Bulldogs and uh, and you know talk about how we need to pack this gym out. Yeah, that that's number one. I mean, it's just uh, the game needs to be sold out, Chuck. I mean, it's just you know, Yancey, we we need to sell it out, and we're, we're getting close to selling it out. The students really need to do their part, and I think they will. Uh, you know, I just hope there's not a ticket left in the building when it comes it when it comes to six. It's a, it's a great rivalry game. It was two unbelievable games last year. We won a hard-fought close game at Starbull, and then I was watching the game yesterday. It was a heck of a college game here, and they kind of got us at the end here. Two great crowds, both places. I think maybe both games were sold out. So, uh, you know, Mississippi State's playing really well. They're physical, the best offensive rebounding team in our league. Uh, Reggie Perry looks like a first-round pick. Uh, could be MVP of our league. Leads in rebounding, third or fourth in scoring. Uh Woodard, who we all knew was going to be a really, really good player. It was kind of unique that both of those dads played at, you know, at, at Mississippi State along with even uh, Carter. And uh, but they, they just got a physical presence. Probably the biggest key to their team, guys, is that Weatherspoon is really starting to play like a point guard. I mean, his assist to turnovers over the last five games, almost four and a half or five to one. So he's really kind of made the, the difference because he's really running their team like a point. All right. Well, that's going to be a good game. And, uh, Coach, good luck tomorrow night. Uh, I, I guess uh, you, are you going to let Morgan Freeman give you the pregame again? <laughs> uh, apparently that's a formula that's working for you, man. <laughs> He's got free reign, I promise you. He's got to go ahead. When he, I told him, I said, Morgan, you got to quit all this movie stuff now for about another two months, okay? you got to quit all that. All your traveling, just stay locked in the Mississippi. But, yeah, it was a cool night with him. He was great with our team, and uh, so it was fun. Our players have really enjoyed Morgan, and, uh, yeah, he's more than welcome in our locker room at any time. Hey, Coach, good luck tomorrow night, and thanks for being on. We appreciate it. Hopefully, Rebel fans will pack it out. Well, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks thank for you, my man. You, Keep them off the glass. All right. Colonel right, Davis, Jr. You. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment, over 50 years of serving the Memphis area with all your equipment needs. Located at 4890 East Shelby Drive, you can rent, buy, or have your own equipment repaired at Rebel Equipment.
I can't speak for anyone but myself, but I can't wait for baseball season every year. I've been doing what I what I do for four decades, and I got to say, the first twenty kind of sporadic with baseball. Sure, we had some good teams and some outstanding players, but the consistency in the program is just not there. Then the powers that be in the city of Oxford and generous donors started putting money into the program with a new stadium, and they brought in a hot young coach from Florida via Louisiana and LSU, and the rest is history. Record attendance nearly every year, as fine as any baseball environment in the nation, recruiting with anyone and competing with the best in the, in the country year in and year out. There are some who bemoan not having gone to the College World Series but once in Mike Bianco's tenure, and that is something that has gnawed at Mike as well because he's been within one game five other times in Super Regionals. It's a legitimate concern, no doubt. But I'm not one of those Omaha or Bus fans. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being that way, but I'm a guy who appreciates our baseball program having national respect, always being in the hunt, and capable capable of beating anyone on any given day. I'm proud of what Mike has built, and I'm proud to say it. Certainly I won't argue with anyone whose mileage varies to each his own, but I like the return on investment this program has given me. Thanks, Rebs. Thanks, Mike. Let's have another fun year. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment in Memphis, Tennessee. Here, here. Are you ready for some baseball, Yes. Oh, man. I know you crazy. The Porters are baseball fanatic family. Yeah. You know, skip the generation with you. I know your son's real good. Um, and the generations before you were real good, but I heard you wasn't too hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was all right. I was all okay. Right? Yeah, baseball was a good sport. Were you a for catcher? Me. No, no, no. I was bat blind. I was third base. I had lead feet. I got you. Yeah. Well, is Taylor still catching your yeah. son? Yeah, he catches, plays right yeah. field, third base. Yeah. He's kind of got feet like me. He's got a good stroke, though, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he hits, hits the, the ball, ball pretty good. He hit the ball. Yeah. I want to see a lot of hits this weekend. Uh, I'm How's excited his shoulder, to see by this. the way? It's fine. Good. It's fine. I'm, I'm I'm really ready to see this team this weekend going against the number one. I just hope they get good weather. Yeah, well, we're not going to get that. Yeah. All right. Saturday's well, going to be fine, though. Saturday's going to get up to 53. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Shining star for you to see, what your life can truly be. Shining star for you to see, what your life can truly be. Shining star for you to see, what your life can truly be. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to Cannon Moser, Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We're very pleased now to have the head baseball coach the University of Mississippi, Mr. Mike Bianco. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing good, Chuck. How are you? 
We're we're great, man. Are you as excited about uh, <laughs> opening games as Yancey and I are? <laughs> uh, I, I I would I would assume maybe a little even a uh, little little more excited. You know, we right. uh, we've been waiting for this for for about eight months now, and uh, super excited. And you know, finally to play somebody with a different uniform on, and the guys have really, you know, it's a, as you know, it's been a different group. You know, a lot of new faces. And, you know, it's been different for us because the last two years we've returned so many players. Uh, and so the, the good news is, you know, you, you get to see the improvement, you know, from day to day. And, you know, we're a lot better team now than we were when we stepped out on the field in September. Coach, how are you sleeping this week compared to years past? The, you know, the 16 class, there were a lot of newcomers, but the roles were kind of defined a little bit at this time, especially – um, in the infield and some in the outfield. But this year, with the outfield especially, you have so many quality candidates and a lot of you know mix and matching that could go on for the next several weeks. How do you prepare for that? Well, I think it's exactly what you just mentioned. Uh, uh, I, I think you know when we, when we run out there the first weekend, you'll, you'll see some different guys in the outfield move around, and maybe a little bit in the infield, maybe not as much you know, as you mentioned. Uh, but certainly in the outfield, uh, and, and when when you put you know Healy and Plumley out there, uh, you know that just uh, I think clouds it a little even more. But they they've played really well and deserve an opportunity, and will get an opportunity. But but I, I've said this from the get go, Yancey, that uh, I think you know the, the narrative always is the new faces, and you know because people just don't know. And they, they want to hear from the media about the number two ranked recruiting class, and 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 I get that, but I really think you know the you know the the the, the, the narrative of how good this team's going to be is really how good the returners are, how good Tyler Keenan's going to be, how good Anthony Servidio and Kevin Graham and uh, Tim Elko, and then when you you know look at the pitching staff, Doug McKenzie and Gunnar Hoagland and Austin Miller and you know Taylor Broadway, and so even though we got a, a lot of new talented. Guys, and it's exciting. Uh, you, you always need those veterans to play well. Yeah, that's your foundation for the team, no, no doubt. And how have those guys performed leading up to the opener, Coach? Well, uh, it's it's in baseball, as you know, it can be a little up and down. You know, Tyler hadn't had a great you know uh, couple weeks since we've gotten back, but man, he looked like Babe Ruth in the fall. Hit you know about four fifty near five hundred in the fall. Uh, so video's been very consistent. Uh, uh, Graham's, you know, done okay. He handled, you know, left-handers maybe a little bit better, uh, which is good. Elko, uh, who didn't have, usually has a great fall, hasn't had it, didn't have a good fall, but has, has had a really, really good last couple weeks, couple home runs, couple doubles, and, and so that, that's nice. And of course, uh, the, the pitcher, especially McKenzie and Hoagland, have, uh, and we've matched up the, 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 I guess if you want to say the number one pitchers or the eight, uh, the A line pitchers to the A lineup. And, uh, man, they, they've shown up the last couple weeks. Talk about who's going to be your, everybody's anxious to hear who's going to be your Sunday guy. You know, uh, it's going to be Derek Diamond, I think, opening weekend. Derek is, um, I think, kind of solidified that coming out of the fall. He, he just pitched so, so well. 
uh, you know, throughout the fall. He struggled a little bit, to be honest with you, the, you know, the last couple weeks. Uh, but the stuff's been good. You know, the velocity's been okay, uh, especially in the, you know, some of the, you know, tough weather that he's pitched in. His command's been good. Uh, and again, he's pitched against our lineup. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're playing that inner squad game, something's got to give. If you're pitching really well, it means you're not hit. And, uh, you know, he's, he's given up some runs, you know, to the number one lineup, which, you know, I think that's to be expected. And, uh, uh, but he's a great competitor. He's our Omaha Challenge winner in the fall. He's a guy that I think everybody has a lot of confidence in. Coach, uh, two part question here. First, touch on Greer. No, he's pitched fantastic fall and spring. Maybe does he take that closer role? And, and second part of the question with, uh, with your third baseman, Keenan. Has it been more mechanical, the reason he has struggled a little bit lately, or is it just between the ears? Well, the, 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 Tyler, I think it's just the timing's been off a little bit. He seems to just every at-bat you know, just miss the fastball, which is unlike him. Uh, we're not worried a bit. He's he's one of the best hitters that ever put on the uniform here, and uh, he's going he's gonna to be fine. And uh, yeah, especially probably the last, you know, a weekend or so, uh, just some better swings, and you know, again, I think it's more rhythm, more timing with him. Uh, sure. As far as Greer, uh, I think Greer's going to be, you know, start off the first weekend in the bullpen. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. We got his pitch count up to about 70, 75 pitches this past weekend. He mm-hmm. was wiped out in the inner squad games, you know, since we've gotten back, and really. So, you know, the fall began. And, uh, you know, as you guys know, in any sport, not baseball, but any, any sport, there's got to guys, there's got to be guys that have, you know, I don't know if we want to say surprise, but maybe emerge, uh, might be a better word. And, uh, you know, he certainly has, uh, has emerged into a guy that I think we're going to count on. And I just don't know that role yet. It may be a starter, maybe somebody out of the bullpen. So, uh, who are you got penciled in, in, in the back of your mind? as strong candidates for middle relief and and as your closer. We've been very blessed in the last four or five years. Well, really, for a long time, we great closers. I mean, we, yeah, we've just you're, been really You're right. And, and I think some names that everybody will be familiar with, Austin Miller, uh, who's statistically and, and not even just statistically, Statistically, the guy that probably our most dependable guy out of the bullpen last year, and I know uh, Parker closed, but uh, probably from from day one to, to the end, you know, uh, you know, Austin was probably our most consistent guy out of the bullpen, and certainly you know, the best, you know, as far as statistics. Uh, Taylor Broadway was the number one pitcher, you know, in the fall. It didn't give up an earned run the entire, didn't give up a run the entire fall. Uh, Worked on a little different tilt on his fastball, uh, you know, more consistent breaking ball. And a lot of times those junior college guys, you remember Aaron Barrett, uh, R.J. Hively, some, sometimes those Juco kids, you know, pitch better, you know, their last year, their senior year. And I think he's going to be one of those guys. Uh, some other guys to look for, uh, Braden Forsythe pitched and really had a good fall for us. Uh, struggled uh, a couple weekends ago, uh, but really, really good stuff, some electric stuff. A, a young freshman, uh, Wes Burton, uh, you know, pitched uh, five innings, just gave up one run last week, was pitched in the low 90s, big 6'8", right-hander from California. Uh, uh, 
Benji Gilbert, uh, left-hander, who you know, has been so impressive. Uh, in the fall, he was really a two-way guy, and we, we've, we've kind of uh, taken the bat away for a little bit, just let him concentrate on, on pitching, and I think he's going to be a, uh, another look for us you know, from the left side you know, out of the bullpen. So if there's some other options, Logan Savell and, and some others. Chofi's back. I forgot to mention him, you know, Max Chofi. So, uh, may, you know, a tick more depth maybe than we had last year out of, out of the bullpen. Talk about let's let's go around the horn right now. Uh, uh, I'm assuming Dunhurst is behind the plate, then Elko's at first, and then go around for me. Yeah, a lot of competition going on, but but uh, you know in the infield, uh, you know certainly Tyler Keenan at third, Anthony Servidio at uh, shortstop, uh, still competing, uh, and at second base Peyton Chatnier and uh, Justin Bench at first base. It could be, you know, a, a slew of guys. Elko, you know, could be our best defender there. Uh, but Kale Baker, junior college transfer, uh, who had a very poor fall, has had the best spring of anybody. He's had a couple oh. home runs, and um, uh, I certainly I think is going to be in the lineup on opening day against the uh, left-hander either at uh, first base or DH. Um, and then you go out in the outfield, uh, left you got Kevin Graham. You got Hayden Leatherwood, another left-handed hit junior college uh, outfielder in center field. Uh, Jerry Neely and uh, Kate Sammons, uh, kind of a right-left. Uh, Kate had a really true freshman from Jackson, Tennessee. Had a really, really good uh, fall. Led the team in stolen bases. Uh, not quite as fast as Ely, but but can really hit, can really defend, can really steal some bases. Right field. Uh, Plumlee could play center field, uh, and we could push him over there, but we, we've played them both in, in center field and right field. Uh, and then, of course, you know, any of those, you know, infielders that, uh, swing it can, we can, we can dump out in right field. And DH, <laughs> you said you're leaning at Kale Baker right now? Say that again, I'm sorry. DH, you're leaning for Kale Baker in the opener? I, I really think it could be a, a lot of different people. I mean, uh, it's really the guy that's, uh, you know, the, on a given day that's you know, probably the weakest defender that's, you know, we, we want to put in the lineup. Uh, but I mean, I, I think it, it could be Kevin Graham. It could be Kale Baker. Um, it, it could be, you know, Knoxville Posser against a left-handed pitcher. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it could be, you know, several guys. Coach, do you continue to monitor how they're looking in practice batting wise? When you're looking at that DH spot with Graham and Baker and those three guys that you just mentioned, is that what's gonna? You just kind of look who's who's hitting the best right up to the game time. Yeah, and uh, and and sometimes it's matchups. You know, we we have so much data now about not just right-handed, left-handed, and their splits. Meaning, when you say splits, their batting average against a left-handed pitcher, or you know, their batting average against a right-handed pitcher, but just swing and misses, how they are against off-speed, how they are against fastballs, what our guys' statistics are, what what the the pitcher is prone to throw. Um, you know, and then, you know, some of it's, I think, you know, why people like to second-guess the manager, right? I think it's, it's part of baseball. It's, it's, you know, should, should you bat that lineup? Everybody does a little something. You know, yeah, well, 
you know, and, and I mean that, and not, not tongue-in-cheek. I think it's, 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 it's kind of the game, the game within the game. And, you know, should you bring a pitcher in? Should you not bring a pitcher in? Should you bond? Should you steal? Should you, should you do those types of things? And, uh, you know, and, and I think part of it is trying to put guys in position to succeed. And so, you know, all the decisions are obviously trying to help us to win. Uh, but, you know, early on, as you mentioned, uh, you know, in the conversation, you know, we, we, we also got to get some people's feet wet, you know, the first few weeks, you know, we got, sure. we got to kind of figure it out, you know, especially those football guys, we got to get them some at bats, uh, because, you know, they missed so much in, in, uh, in the, in the fall when they were out on the gridiron. Coach, I know the, the catch word and recently has been analytics and, uh, mm-hmm. I know you use them, but as the manager of the team, Where's what's the fine line between a gut decision and a analytical decision? I think it's different for everybody, but I mean, I think you, you, you I think you got to trust not your gut. You got to trust your your heart. You know, you got to trust your mind and what you what, what you're what you're convicted to. And uh, and so I think some people use the numbers a little more than others. Uh, I, I think you know we've 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 come leaps and bounds like a lot of college baseball. You know, some of this a lot of this stuff wasn't available to us. You know, just a few years back. And, uh, you know, in recent years, we've spent a lot of money in the program uh, to, to upgrade, to, to be able to have the information, the data, the video um, that's available. And, you know, now we feel that, you know, uh, we, we have everything that's available, you know, to, to make those decisions. And I think everybody, um, you know, everybody's a little bit different. But, again, I think that's what makes it a great game. Coach, uh... I've been noticing just little snippets that coming out from the scrimmages, more power than I was anticipating. Is this this going to be a, a, a more a team more capable of, of home runs than than the last couple you've had? <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be more powerful. And we we've, we've had about 150 home runs over the last couple of years. Yeah, uh, that's true. But I that's think true. it'll be similar uh, to to the last few years in the sense that um, we'll, we'll we'll have a good. Uh, you know, kind of a, a good range of how we play the game in the sense that we can hit the ball out of the yard. I think we'll be able to steal bases. We're faster than we've been in a few years. But you got to remember, last year we stole 93 stolen bases. I mean, we were second in the SEC in stolen bases. Now, uh, uh, you know, we didn't have uh, Ely and Plumley and, you know, Kate Sammons and all those guys. But, you know, we do return to video, and he was 24-25. But we had some guys that, you know, could run, uh, could steal bases, but weren't, you know, speed demons like Dillard, like Kessinger. Uh, you know, we're, we're a little faster this year. We'd like to think that we, we can steal bases. But, yeah, I think if, if, if we play the way I think we will play, and you look at Keenan, and you look at Graham, and you look at Kale Baker and Elko, uh, Dunhurst. There's there's guys in the lineup that are pretty physical. I think you know we're, we're, we'll look as physical as we ever have when, we, when we're getting off the bus. Coach, speaking of speed, um, how does that play into a factor of how aggressive you're going to be on the base pass? I know in the past is by how the team hits versus the speed, how many opportunities you'll have to get them home. Now that you are a little bit faster, how does that change or does it change it at all how you'll be in general on the base on the base pass? I, I don't know if it's necessarily looking at it as trying to be 
more aggressive or less aggressive. Uh, I think, Yancey, it's more of looking, are we going to be safe or not? You know, like, you know, can, can, yeah. because there's guys that are fast and that can't steal bases, and there's guys that uh, don't run as well that can steal. And so at the end of the day, we want to be successful at it. So you know, sometimes you don't have the right guys on, or it's not the right situation. When I say situation, it's not just necessarily the score, uh, but it's who pit, who's pitching. Do they have a good pickoff move? Who's catching? Can they throw them out? And, uh, and, and the more that you do it, you know, uh, usually it's because the situation dictates that. So the faster you, the, the, the more speed you have in the lineup, obviously the more opportunities uh, that you'll have to steal those bases. Coach, last question. I got about 30 seconds. What makes Louisville the number one team in the nation coming in here? <laughs> pitching, pitching, and more pitching. Yeah, they're, they're, they're well rounded. <laughs> they, they, you know, they're going to hit it, they're going to defend. But, man, I don't know if we'll see another staff uh, until maybe Vanderbilt shows up that'll that'll pitch it like these guys. Big arms, Coach, powerful arms. Big arms. The guy that's pitching on Friday night is the ACC Pitcher of the Year. You know, the top, you know, maybe top five, top ten pick in the draft, you know, this coming year. And and Bobby Miller, the guy that'll throw on Saturday, may throw it 100 miles an hour. I mean, he's going to throw the ball 94 to 97 and, you know, likely to be another first-rounder. So we may may face two first-rounders right off the bat. All right, Coach, good luck, Coach. This weekend, we can't wait. All right, guys, appreciate it. We'll see you, see you out there Friday at 4 p.m., 1.30 Saturday, noon, Sunday. Hope the weather's good. That's Mike Bianco, the head coach at Ole Miss Rebels. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back. Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The biggest free phone event ever is here. Switch to prepaid by C Spire and get your choice of best-selling phone free like the Samsung Galaxy A10e, the Google Pixel 3a, and more while supplies last. Shop now at cspire.com backsplash prepaid. All right, Valentine's gifts, Cheney's Pharmacy, (laughs) Dunstall's chocolate-covered strawberries. Don't forget that, men. Louisville, 4 p.m. Friday, 1.30 p.m. Saturday, noon Sunday. Then we play Mississippi uh, tomorrow night, Mississippi mm-hmm. State at the Pavilion at 6 o'clock. A big week of Ole Miss sports, no doubt. Let's go to the control room now, Mr. – well, I guess it's Jack or I don't know. It would probably be Hayden with Around the SEC. Take it away, Rhino. It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. 
Let's take a look at your news from around the Southeastern Conference. The SEC office came out with their player of the week, and it goes to Ole Miss guard Brian Tyree, the six foot two, 195-pound senior from Somerset, New Jersey, averaged 30 and a half points, three and a half rebounds, two steals, and one assist in the win against South Carolina and Florida. He shot 52.5%, 21 of 40 from the field, and 63% from beyond the arc in the two wins. Tyree scored 20 of his team's 41 second half points on his way to a career-high 38 points against South Carolina. It was his third 30-point game of the season. Tyree followed that up with a game-high 23 points to lead the Rebs past Florida on Saturday. SEC Freshman of the Week honors goes to South Carolina guard Jermaine Kuznard. The 6'4", 211-pound freshman from East Chicago, Indiana, averaged 23.5 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds against Ole Miss and Texas A&M. He recorded a career-best 28 points at Ole Miss and added a 19-point effort against the Texas A&M Aggies. Lots of overtime hoops over the weekend, a 91-90 final as Auburn takes down LSU in overtime and Alabama topped Georgia in an offensive frenzy in overtime, 105-102. Softball kicked off this weekend, and of course the SEC showed its dominance once again. Texas A&M, LSU, Arkansas, Georgia, and Florida showing their muscle early with winning weekends. And after National Signing Day this past Wednesday, four SEC teams are in the top five when it comes to recruiting classes. UGA had the number one class, number two went to Alabama, and number four, LSU. Texas A&M was at number six, Auburn at number seven, and Florida at nine, with Tennessee coming in at number ten. South Carolina had the 18th recruiting class, according to 24-7 Sports. 23rd was Kentucky, 27 Mississippi State. Arkansas came in at number 30, Ole Miss at 39, and Mizzou rounded out the top 50. And college baseball is set to begin this week. That's what I got news-wise from the SEC. I'm Hayden King. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right. Thank you, Hayden. Good job. Thank you, buddy. Oh, man. Did you hear that about the recruiting rankings? Man, the rich just get richer. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Alabama. Oh, yeah, number four, LSU. Sure. Number six, Auburn. Number eight, uh, Florida. This is a little surprising. Uh, Mullins usually doesn't recruit that well. Oh, it's kind of scary. Because <laughs> you know Again, he coach. You know he coach. I wonder what Texas A&M got. I think they were five. Golly, that's sickening. Uh, the little help of McKinley Jackson, too, at the end. Yeah. Wouldn't that, didn't that surprise you a little bit? It I, did. I, I thought I, he'd go to Alabama. Yeah. I wonder what Roach is thinking. I don't know, man. Mm. That's, a, that's a big blow to him. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean. All right. Uh, good, bad, and ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. If you need a four-wheeler, side-by-side, a lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Well, the good, what can I say about the last two games for Ole Miss men's basketball? What we saw in the 84-70 to win over South Carolina on Morgan Freeman night and Saturday in a convincing 68-51 win over Mike White's Florida Gators showed us what we thought this Rebel team would be all along. Bree and Tyree had a combined 61 points in the two victories. But to me, the storyline of more importance were the improved play of center Hadim C, the better play from point guard Devontae Shuler, the team defensive intensity picking up, and some bench work from freshman Antavian Collum, who has given this 
thin team some needed quality minutes. I might even throw in freshman Austin Crowley, who's looking a little more comfortable in helping that depth situation some. It's all good right now. Bad? Well, the women's softball team, which was anticipated to be pretty good, got off to an 0 for start on the season, losing all their games in a tournament in Florida. Yikes. We'll reserve commentary for later in the year, but this is an unexpected and bad start, 0-5. Ugly? Well, you know what that is. The women's hoops team is now 0-10 in SEC play. <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly. The good, bad, and ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Um, Yancey, what's your, what's your key to tomorrow night? Simple. Dude, who you had just been talking about, because we know that C and Buffin, you know, tend to get in foul trouble. Rather, we've seen Buffin be able to play with four fouls lately, but – Dude is going to be counted on, and he's going to be going against Reggie down there in the post. And if he can just negate him like he did in that Florida game, I think Ole Miss is in good shape. If not, State's going to win the game. Yeah, well, he's good. That dude's good now. Yeah, I mean, it's all going to come down to cleaning up State's offensive rebounds. That's their game, just like LSU. They throw it up and get jump baskets. And if Ole Miss can just keep them off the board somewhat – they can win the game. If not, they're going to get beat. All right, 6 p.m., be there at the Pavilion tomorrow night. And then uh, this weekend, number one Louisville coming in here to tip off the baseball season, 4 p.m. Friday, 1.30 p.m. Saturday and noon Sunday. We'll see you next Monday night on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Good night. Howdy toddy. time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.